Welcome to this week's edition of the Rock and Roll Ghost Podcast. This week we have uh, filmmaker Mel Eslin, uh, whose new movie Biosphere uh, is starring Mark Duplass and Sterling K. Brown. It's coming out limited release on July 7th. Welcome to the show, Mel. Uh, how are you today? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Good. I'm glad. Um, well, let's jump right into it. Tell me about uh, Biosphere. Uh, first, I guess, give a bit of an idea to people of what it's about. And mm -hmm. uh, if you could talk a little bit about how the movie began as an idea to being completed, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So Biosphere uh, is about two best friends played by Mark Duplass and Sterling K. Brown. And they also happen to be the last two men on Earth living in a biosphere. And it's about what happens when their food supply runs out and they have to figure out how to survive. And it's about, it's about, you know, love and our capacity of humans to evolve and to change and to survive. And it's also hopefully really funny. Um, <laughs> that's what I was going for at least. Uh, but no, so the, you know, I've been running Duplass Brothers for Mark and Jay Duplass for many years and which was sort of like a detour that I didn't mean to take. Uh, because I was on this path of I'm going to be a writer director and then Mark and I just met and had this beautiful bond and you know so I, I came over to them for a bit and then here we are like about 10 years later uh, and so over the years we're like we gotta find one we gotta find one you know have me move into that role and so Mark would pitch me ideas and but his are always like half formed but they're the best half formed ideas and he pitched me the like very basic bones a couple tidbits which was essentially two guys living in a biosphere they argue about mario brothers i don't know how that fits in and maybe their food supply runs out and then from there i kind of expanded upon that i could see all these really cool themes that i could do when it's the last two people on earth and the men and really examining that and examining uh, masculinity and so just kind of took it from mark and said dude i'm gonna make this uh, my own if you're down and we kind of went back and forth and then at some point I kind of took it over which was great yeah um it, what was it like kind of switching back to, after doing the job you had uh switching you know putting your more filmmaker hat back on not that you weren't making films before but the nuts and bolts getting in there you know handling a uh, crew and, and all that what was that like uh going back to that i mean i will say that being a producer and a director for me are fairly similar the only difference is that when you're a director the buck stops with you usually in the indie space uh as the key creative but you know as a producer i feel like so often you're in like backseat directing or writing i work with a lot of actors who are in their own pieces who are directing themselves. So you kind of become the director for them, their eyes and ears monitor. I'm really active in the editing room. So it, it, they both felt very similar. Um, you know, I think the only thing that's weird is still running a, a mini studio while trying to direct a film was yeah. a little challenging, but. Well, um, you know, the Duplass brothers uh, make a lot of what most would consider offbeat, you know, they definitely walked the, you know, the 
march of their own drummer in a lot of ways and uh yeah they're not always the most comfortable films too um how how did their style and yours kind of uh you know come together exactly what was it about working was it work just the working with them or was it a kinship in terms of material that kind of cemented the relationship Honestly, I think it was more a kinship of personalities, Mark. And it was, and it started with Mark. Mark and I met while making Your Sister's Sister um, quite, I think, like 12, 13 years ago now, um, and just spent a lot of time together on that set. And I think from that moment on, he just started calling. We did Safety Not Guaranteed together. And then it was really the one I love, a film that I produced with him starring in Elizabeth Moth that... I think we finished yeah. and we both looked at each other and said, okay, there's something here. And I think he was like, I want to make movies with you until we're old and gray and we can barely walk. And, he's, and I was like, I'm in. And then I was like, also, I should meet your brother. <laughs> and then I met Jay and we had this beautiful separate bond. Um, so it really was just the love of our human connections as opposed to you know, any one thing I'd seen from them. I, they were both prolific and great by that point, but yeah, it was more of our friendship connection. Yeah, and you mentioned safety care not guarantee. That's uh, that was one of my favorite movies in the last uh, decade. Actually, I, it was probably one of the most original and enjoyable things I had seen. It felt like a movie that could have come come out in the eighties, and if it had like a, a little bit more money oh, behind yeah. it, could have been a huge hit somehow. You know, like because people look back on Back to the Future, and it's like it wasn't exactly you know, another time travel movie in comparison. It wasn't exactly this big budget blowout like the other two ended up being. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a simple idea, you know, told well, and in, in the process was actually enjoyable. So, uh, but I think that obviously explains um, uh, the, the, you know, the writer-director, you know, his, his path too. I think he was uh, already on that path. Um, yes. Yeah. Colin knew where he was heading. <laughs> yeah. 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 Colin. Yeah. Sorry. I was blanking on his name. So I didn't want to <laughs> just say, say something wrong. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been quite an odd day. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what was the, how do you, how do you go about getting funding for, you know, films like this that aren't necessarily easily digestible, aren't, easily marketable necessarily there's obviously a cor corner of the world that that is you know is going to definitely because at this point the duplass brothers and, and, and you have worked hard to kind of create a certain uh, uh not so much a brand but people know what know what to expect in terms of they don't know what to expect mm -hmm. um and that that's exciting for a certain you know, still a certain segment of the population instead of having everything spoon fed and basically you see the trailer and you know the whole movie, which I personally yep. hate. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, how, how does how does that work with getting financing? Is that uh, is that the biggest struggle? Not the, so much the creativity part? I mean, I think it is a big struggle that all three of us experience separately and together. And at a certain point, that's where we gravitated towards. Can we make things that are that maybe we don't have to uh, go ask for so much money, or maybe we could find a way to self-finance, uh, which is why 
you know, something like Biosphere is a great example where you've got two people in essentially one location and you've got Mark and I as the lead creatives being like, okay, let's just work for free because we love this movie. And, you know, Mark, go make the morning show and make some money as an actor and then help. let's pay for this little passion <laughs> project uh, so that we don't have to go pitch to somebody, you know, because I think it's, you know, this is definitely one of a few of our films that, I think just pitching it to somebody, it's it might be hard for them to wrap their head around, a bit daunting. Uh, so it was sort of like, let's just, we always have this uh, mindset of, let's just make, don't don't meet, don't talk about it, just make if you can and find a way to make it without having to ask yeah. for too much from somebody else. Yeah, and, and that model's obviously worked for you guys because you can keep making movies. Um, is, it, is it interesting playing off in your own, you know, separate world of, of filmmaking rather than what most people are chasing after it's you know there are times where i'm like i wish uh you know it'd be nice to see a more billboards yeah. uh, every once in a while but no it is i don't know there's also something i think mark and i bonded on sort of these like punk rock mentalities of we don't yeah. want to necessarily be mainstream and we don't necessarily want to play at that level we're happier here our souls are happier here you know we're healthier people so it's i think for the most part it's felt like a good sweet spot for us and again yeah. those those two can go off and be actors on big things and help me out <laughs> so yeah. i can get get all our other stuff made yeah yeah um has not to kind of uh spend too much time on budgeting or anything like that but has there been been a project that you guys have wanted to do that uh budgetarily at least is uh outside of uh your limits at the moment or have you always just kind of focused in on that that you know corner where you could kind of you know make do with what you're able to come up with instead yeah, I, I mean, there's absolutely projects that have been uh, just heartbreaking to not be able to uh, get made, you know, but I think, I mean, we all, I will say we play at all levels and all budget levels. I think we just keep coming back to things that are more manageable and doable on our own, just because those we can make quicker, you know, when we do make the bigger budgets, you know, which we do, we have, you know, we are going to make more those just take longer. So in the meantime, while we're waiting for that bigger budget film to happen, or, you know, we do a lot of HBO TV, uh, while we're waiting for those things to happen, we're like, we'll make four movies in the meantime that fulfill what we really want to do as artists. Um, yeah. So we also like, we're, we're all really bad at sitting still. I think between the three of us and Mark and I especially just love constantly making things. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why I just, kind of thought about this project now, but uh, one, you were talking about TV shows, and one of the TV shows that Mark was in, I, and you'll obviously be able to help me out here, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't think about this show until now, uh, so I didn't look it up, but was Together something you guys all worked on? Togetherness, yeah. Yeah, Togetherness, no, um, yeah. yeah. No, you know, Togetherness was right at the start of when I was kind of taking more over for Mark and Jay, and we had been working on a few films together and they got togetherness at the same time that they got this net, their first Netflix deal. And so when I really started to step in, as I said, can you head all the all of our films? Can you take over the film side of Duplass? 
while we go make this TV show. Gotcha. And then I think over the course of the next year or two, there was just something that was working and uh, their producer and TV was leaving to go, you know, make her own way. And so then we just kind of uh, teamed up as like a, a three piece. And I think for a long time, I've been the like third non-blood related duplex sibling that's just been behind the scenes a little bit um yeah. so which is why it's really nice to get to make my own film and be a bit more out there and being able to talk about my creative input as well it's, it's yeah. nice no it's great i mean it's great and it's a movie is definitely uh very interesting and challenging and uh funny but also very bizarre <laughs> just yeah yes uh, it's very hard to talk about because we're trying yeah. to not give you know yeah. too much away because i'm this big I, actually what you were saying earlier about the trailers i'm such a big believer in like nowadays there's the conversation about films happens before you even see it you know you've right. read about it you've heard even people tweeting about their feelings just based on sometimes the title or who's in it uh, or a long line and then you see four trailers and then you sit down and it's like there's nothing to shock you and uh and so i really wanted to create an authentic experience especially with this film because it isn't what you think it's going to be uh it's more than that a lot more than that i hope uh and so i wanted the conversation to happen after the fact and for people to just bring their own experiences to it yeah yeah the closest um film i can think of that it reminds me of um because of location budget um and also discussing ideas that are outside of uh, normal uh, big budget filmmaking is uh, Duncan Jones's Moon. Um, oh, yeah. Which, yeah. It, it's been a while since I seen that one, but there, that was another one that was kind of centrally located, although I think they, they went a little bit further outside their realm than, than uh, you guys did with Biosphere, but still it's, it's that idea. There's, there's something magical about having just a, a limited scope and focusing on yeah. character and and story uh rather than set pieces and and uh you know all that and what i loved about the set for the biosphere in question is that it was equally modern slash futuristic but also very old school sci-fi you know tech in, mm -hmm. in, in terms of look and, and feel and design um, there's something very 1970s Swedish sci-fi, if that's even a thing. Uh, I know, I, I totally I, see it. I see it. <laughs> I see. You know, like Stanley Kubrick kind of did with, uh, not with 2001 so much, but with our uh, A Clockwork Orange. Where yeah. It was like this idea of a future, but was also mounted in the moment as well, mm -hmm. uh, in some, some degree in the past. Um, what was what was the actual uh, filming like? I mean, what kind of uh, shooting schedule did you have? We shot it in less than a month. I want to say it was about three weeks, and it was all on stage. Uh, and we built the biosphere, um, yeah. which was really great to just have it. I mean, there was there were times when you know there is one shot, one continuous shot of them running around the biosphere. We I put a track on the edge as their like main mode of, of uh, exercise. And so we'd have to do these shots where we're seeing the whole world. So we would all get secured into the biosphere. Like they'd be like, last call on bathroom, close us all in and we'd be inside the biosphere. Um, 
so that was really great for just the mindset of all of us, uh, for the actors and just the crew. And there was a, a very intimate uh, feeling throughout. And, you know, I got to give like credit to my production designer, Megan Fenton, who I've been working with uh, on our HBO show, Somebody Somewhere. And she came in and I had like crude drawings of the book or what I wanted it to look like. She really worked to make it feel like you were in one space, but there are different rooms you feel like you're in different locations, but also you would never have privacy. Like I love that our bathroom wall is glass, but you you never have a moment alone, which yeah. I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Um, what do you, I guess, hope that the takeaway is for after people watch, watch this? Um, obviously, there's a lot of, you know, big things discussed here. Uh, a lot of things about, you know, with regards to not giving away too much there's talk of gender there's talk about mm -hmm. you know, apocalypse there's talk about uh basic hum human you know living um it, obviously there's a little bit of a climate thing going on to some degree as well mm -hmm. without hinting too yeah. much at what may actually be the cause of of the problem um you know there's a lot of things going on what what are you hoping to i guess stir up in people yeah, I mean, many things, but the main hope, which will probably land more when people see it to give it context, but I feel comfortable saying this, that, you know, I really want people to walk away feeling hopeful that the idea of, I think in society, there's such this fear around uh, people trying to push definitions and recreate themselves and I, th I think progress for us as humans is continuing to expand our definitions of ourselves. And I think a lot of people are scared of that. And so I would love people to walk away feeling more ho hopeful about that, about this. You can define yourself as a human, you know, you can push the borders of who you are and the people around you and what love looks like, what humanity looks like, that that can be hopeful as opposed to terrifying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, we're definitely living in an age of uh, fear, um, it seems. And uh, I think that speaks more generation, generationally, sorry, um, because the, you know, the oldest among us are uh, also one of the largest groups and, and you know, yeah. they've, they've enjoyed power for a while now and they're not exactly uh, eager to both let it go or I guess move on. <laughs> mm -hmm. but to whatever yeah. to whatever plane of you know existence there is afterwards um you know we're in a we're in a really interesting time globally not just here in america we're in particularly interesting times here in america um yeah. i'm not really sure where i was going with that but you know it just <laughs> you know your your film definitely break you know brings up a lot of uh thoughts and and ruminations on things which i i found interesting yeah that's what i was definitely what i was going for um you know it is for a science fiction film i do i did want to bring in a lot of themes that you might not normally expect from that genre and i think a big one is you know toxic masculinity and really examining the patriarchy, all of that sounds to many people. Uh, boring wouldn't be the right word, but there's a lot of people who might not sign up if I told you that that's what it was about. Uh, but if I tell you it's about uh, post-apocalyptic, you know, uh, science fiction biosphere, 
that's sellable. So <laughs> I tried to bring all that in so that I could get some of these um, these themes that I think are important for us to talk about in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long of a release do you think you are you looking to have? Right? Is it is it you know very limited on purpose? Then go to video or or how how I mean, what's the structure like? Yeah, well, we are being released in North America a day and date on July 7th. And we're actually doing, you know, for indie films these days, which is a little bleak, um, but yeah. we're doing, uh, I think, at least a 50 city uh, theatrical run on July 7th in North America, which is great. And, and cities and dates keep, or keep getting added. So I think that will go for at least a week or two. Uh, and then there's a already a longer life with the international theatrical uh, release plan as well so it's you know as somebody who puts out a lot of films um this is it's feeling hopeful and i'm hoping that that is reflective of maybe an upswing in our industry is coming yeah. soon because that's the way it, it works it ebbs and flows and it's been a little low <laughs> yeah no I, I understandable yeah in, in the the all, all entertain i was just talking to a musician who whose band was uh, uh, big in the 90s and you know he's reimagining their big album uh, on his own and it's wow. about you know basically the idea of you know of stuff coming around again um, mm -hmm. and, and discovering it again and discovering passion and stuff like that so I, I think we're gonna we're you know again when you're talking about hope I'm, I'm hopeful we're going to be moving back towards a little bit of uh, era of exp experimentation, uh, genre, you know, mix-ups. Um, yeah, you know, I hope so, so. Something, something to just kind of re-energize everything instead of the, you know, the same old tired uh, storylines. Now, that's not me bashing big budget <laughs> no. entertainment because I love big budget entertainment. Yep. Uh, I, I just would like even there uh, somebody to put a little more effort into the writing uh, than the spectacle, I guess. Yeah, know? no, I, I totally agree. Um, it is, yeah, nothing wrong with those. They are entertainment for sure, you know, but we're also, I mean, on top of that too, we're living in a culture of fear uh, and there's a lot of people who have held back, uh, I think in recent years on kind of pushing conversations, uh, a lot of that coming from fear. Uh, so I'm, I am hopeful too that, you know, we're kind of creating more of a safer space for those boundary pushings and those discussions. Cause I think that's how we move forward is progressive art and art that takes some risks to force conversations. Yeah. Well, we, I think, I think what the one thing we need to grapple with as a society is um, selective outrage. Um, I, for some reason, I, I don't know why I'm settling on this one because it's probably the most recent example, but I just, I saw a ridiculous headline where people were upset that Netflix brought back Titanic uh, this really? week because of the submersible thing. And I'm like, oh, wow. I, I think, you know, these things are just casually done. This was in place. Like, so I don't think Netflix goes, hey, the submersible thing's hot. Let, let's grab, you know, let's grab Titanic back. I don't think anything like that happens that quickly. No, <laughs> you know, no, I people guarantee just are they get, not. <laughs> people get so upset about things that just, it's just ridiculous. No, um, people are looking for connections and ways to get uh, up in arms. And, yeah. uh, you know, there are bad choices that are made, but also it's, yeah, nobody is doing that on purpose. And 
people make mistakes and yeah um, yeah no i know yeah. i'm just i just i always I, I always think like we're certain arguments i feel like okay this is not the hill to die on yes yeah there's bigger <laughs> there's there's some bigger things to deal with <laughs> yeah, and not that we can't deal with multitudes at one time but it's just maybe the titanic being on netflix is something you just say wow oh, what the hell move on but you know, I, I I find myself very frustrated by social media because um, uh, uh, fellow entertainment writers, let's say, um, maybe not the writers so much, but the editors, always push thing away things away where it's like this: the headline and the little, you know, intro, introduction or encapsulation always suggests something that isn't what the article is about, and it's like it's yep. just people getting everybody upset to get clicks and all that stuff I'm like I, I yeah I, I fall for it myself still <laughs> I do you know? too but that's the exact reason why I'm not talking about what my movie's about <laughs> yeah it's because yeah, you can yeah you can see headlines people will pull to rattle things up yeah yeah but in a way honestly that could be great marketing too I mean getting people angry sometimes works in a positive way I don't know if that's necessarily the the crowd you want but um you know, it's always interesting when somebody gets their dander up about something that is entertainment. Um, yeah, it does spark a conversation too. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, it hasn't released yet, so uh, mm -hmm. maybe maybe that those people will find it anyways and, and still bitch about it. So you, they usually do. Yeah, people find it. <laughs> you, you have a good chance. Went, of, yeah, you have a good <laughs> chance of Netflix. A viral marketing, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. Well, um, you know, I, I, our time is almost up. I wanted to thank you very much for taking the time now. Uh, the film yeah, Biosphere is coming out uh, day and date uh, in theaters, and you said on home video as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, you know, July if, 7th. if you don't live near a city where it's playing, then, you know, feel free. But, you know, go out, see the movie, you know, spend a, a couple of hours in a, in a movie theater seeing something that's going to challenge you a little more than... I'm not going to pick on anybody, but, um, you know, whatever the newest blockbuster thing is. Um, so Mel, thank you very much again for, for being on. I wish you the best of luck on this and future projects. Thank you so much. All right, I appreciate you have a good it. Day. You too. All right. Bye. bye.